Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Today on the newscast, U.S. forces on the move in Syria and the UAE. We've got breaking details from the world's most pivotal region next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman newscast. We like to say here that the Middle East never sleeps, and today was no exception. Major news out of Syria, the UAE, Israel, and Iran, so let's get right into it. The big news, as you may have heard by now, early this morning in northwestern Syria, in Idlib province, the leader of ISIS was killed in a daring U.S. Special Forces raid. Now, he killed himself. His name was Abu Ibrahim al-Hashimi al-Karashi. He was living in northwestern Syria with his family in Italy province, rarely left the home, according to U.S. officials, as he passed on notes, I suppose, to ISIS operatives in the field through couriers. But the U.S., had a bead on him for the past few months, at least since December 2021. They knew where he was staying. Again, he was the successor as leader of ISIS, successor to Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi, who was killed in October 2019. More on him in a minute. But uh, al-Karashi, as U.S. Special Forces approached, uh, detonated a suicide vest. He was living on the third floor of this home. There were other families below him. Thankfully, they weren't hurt. No casualties on that end and no U.S. casualties either. But Al-Karashi, as U.S. forces closed in, detonated this suicide vest, killing himself and his wife and children, his entire family. Uh, Not the bravest act, to say the least, but this is the M.O. of these jihadis like Al-Karashi, like Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi, who I mentioned a minute ago, who in October 2019, in a very similar U.S. commando raid, also killed himself and some of his children as U.S. Special Forces closed in. Now, the raid today was the largest U.S. uh, Special Forces raid since the death of al-Baghdadi back in October 2019. Al-Karashi did not apparently have the influence of al-Baghdadi. He was the top deputy to al-Baghdadi, so the natural successor when al-Baghdadi was killed a few years back. But al-Karashi, by all accounts, a pretty mysterious figure who was not very well known in these global jihadi circles. But it is a good thing, needless to say, that he is gone. He was a very evil man with a whole lot of blood on his hands who was intimately involved in the genocide against the Yazidi minority in Iraq back in 2014. This was a very, again, dangerous and evil man. And ISIS, by the way, has been rearing its head more and more in Iraq, in Syria, even in Lebanon, and trying to bolster their presence and kind of regroup after the ISIS caliphate was basically smashed under President Trump. He did keep his word, without a doubt. The U.S., along with our good friends the Kurds, in Iraq and Syria crushed 
that caliphate. Remember, there was a time back in 2014, 2015, when ISIS controlled, I believe, some 58,000 square miles of territory across Iraq and Syria in this mini Islamic state that they declared. I talked about it in my 2015 book, ISIS Exposed. The other piece to this, which I mentioned in the lead-in, the United Arab Emirates. Now, we've talked about this a bunch on the newscast over the past week, how those Iran-backed Houthi rebels out of Yemen have now been barraging the UAE with ballistic missiles and attack drones. They've got a long track record, obviously, of doing that to Saudi Arabia, which we've documented here on the newscast. Now the UAE, another Arab Gulf nation, is facing the ire of the Houthis, who again are trained, supplied, equipped by, you guessed it, the Iranian regime. Just last night, UAE air defenses uh, took down three attack drones, which entered UAE airspace. We had the missile, ballistic missile shot down on Sunday as Israeli President Isaac Herzog visited the UAE. And we've had multiple attacks in the past few weeks directed at Abu Dhabi, the capital of the United Arab Emirates. One of those attacks uh, last month was lethal. Three people were killed as oil facilities were targeted by the Houthis in the UAE. Uh, all that to say, the U.S. is very concerned about this for a few reasons. Uh, number one, at the Al Dafra base in the United Arab Emirates, we have U.S. soldiers stationed there. And when that ballistic missile was incoming about a week ago, they had to take cover and they had to activate the Patriot missile defense batteries that we have there. Uh, thankfully, they worked. They did their job. The ballistic missile was shot down this Sunday in the most recent attack, but there is a U.S. presence right now in the UAE. Now that presence will be bolstered. A U.S. warship, the USS Cole, and U.S. fighter jets are heading to the UAE to make a port of call at Abu Dhabi. This opens up a lot of questions because right now we have the United States still trying desperately, the Biden administration still trying desperately to revive that disastrous Iran nuclear deal but at the same time, Iran continuing to push through its proxies like the Houthis. Now, the Biden administration, to my view, made a critical mistake last January, taking the Houthis off the State Department's list of terrorist organizations. The UAE and others in the region have lobbied the Biden administration hard recently saying, hey, you need to designate the Houthis once again for what they are, a terrorist organization. Last thing to mention, we had a very interesting report that I wanted to get to on yesterday's live stream, but I'll mention it here, uh, that a U.S. officer recently observed, a U.S. Air Force officer recently observed uh, Israel over the Mediterranean, I presume, uh, conducting a simulation of an attack on Iran. Uh, so again, a U.S. Air Force officer in attendance reportedly, according to an Israeli broadcaster, observing this and Look, we know that in the spring, Israel, the Israel Defense Forces have been planning a major drill to simulate an attack on Iran's nuclear facilities. So this seems to make a lot of sense, this recent report and these recent drills that the Israeli Air Force is conducting. Folks, the Middle East, it never sleeps. As I said at the top, there is never a shortage of stories and information and breaking news to bring to you from the world's most pivotal, strategic, and chaotic region, the Middle East. And 
The biggest thing about it, how it all affects you no matter where you live and what the Bible says about it. I will get into that uh, tonight on the Watchmen TV show. Now, if you love the newscast every day, Monday through Friday here, you will love our 30-minute TV show on TBN. And here's a special offer for you. We're just starting this now. Uh, you can become a premium Watchmen member here on the channel and be, uh, just go to membership on our homepage and a lot more details to come. But part of that, we'll be watching the Watchmen TV show with me live and we'll be watching, we'll be talking about it and going back and forth. A lot of cool offers we have coming to you for Watchmen channel membership, premium membership, more details coming there. Uh, again, on our homepage under membership, I'll have much more there. Good stuff on the way. Hey, thanks so much for joining us here today on The Watchmen. Until next time, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.